Okay, Baruch Hashem, we begin another day. We're blessed to begin another day, to be alive. For what purpose? To eat, to drink, to sleep. Okay, you have to eat, you have to drink, you got to sleep. That's not the reason that Hashem put us in this world, is not to, uh, I mean, obviously it's also to do that because that's part of the, the world. But that's not our, unless you're a wine taster, or a food, uh, that's what you do. And that's your passion, trying to uh, make foods better. And you're a restaurant, right? Uh, whatever it is, uh, what's well, a connoisseur. But the goal of life, and the reason we're here on this planet, is Adam Le'amol Yulad. We are here to toil, to toil and to work on ourselves, to fix ourselves, to better ourselves, to become better than we were yesterday you want to be like uh, every day getting better and better and even if you have challenges you have bad days that that's not a contradiction to working on oneself um, and to try and try harder and be better whatever it might be now obviously one of the main things that a person slips and has challenges with is when it comes to our speech as the Chavetz Chaim says clearly in his introduction, that the Aveira of Sinas Chinam is specifically referring to Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara specifically um, is connected to Sinas Chinam. And he says that um, these, this is the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, right? That we are in Gullahs for 2,000 years. Why? Because we have not yet fixed our speech. And it's very easy to point fingers, but the responsibility really lays on, on, on each and every one of us, for each person to say, okay, um, I want to fix my speech, and how can I speak nicer, how can I uh, see more good, how could I, and sometimes, as we know, the state Sipoyrim, why were both birds sent, why two birds, why was one brought as a carbon, we said this the other day, one was sent, why you need two birds by the Mitzorah, so you know the Pshat they say, because it's not just about not speaking Lashon Hara, about saying good things too. That a person has to also, you have to know yourself. Are you a talker or you're not a talker? Some people are big talkers. So those guys have to deal with the first bird. You have to shecht that first bird. Because what do birds do? That's one of the reasons the Mitzorah brings birds. What do birds do? They chatter. Thank you. See? They talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. So why two birds? Why two birds? Because birds talk and talk and talk. So you shech the bird. Why? Say, stop, stop talking. And then you have people who don't talk. And they need to talk. Right? God willing, you'll see you get married, right? Talk to me. Tell me. Tell me how your day is going. Right? right? You guys read, many of you have read the, uh, the five love languages, right? So one of, in, I, think it, I think it's in words of affirmation. I think so. Where he says the babbling... Um, sea and then there's the Dead Sea he calls it the babbling brook I think he calls it anyone know what I'm talking about yeah babbling brook that's what he calls it I think it's before the I think it's before he gets yeah okay babbling babble, I remember being in words of affirmation babbling brook means that there are two different personalities some people are talkers and some people are listeners and usually when it comes to Shaduchim you get you get uh, you get 
the other one. If you're a talker, you're going to get a good listener. And if you're a listener, you're going to get a talker. And then a few months into marriage or a year into marriage, right, then you start getting frustrated. Would you stop talking so much? Well, that's what, that's what attracted you to her because she talks so much because you don't know how to talk. And then suddenly, right, you, she liked the fact that you were listening. And then she starts going, I'm just obviously using an example. So I was saying, will you say something? <laughs> will you express yourself? So what's the shot? Yes, I really. Aha, uh-huh, very good. Okay, good. Beautiful. Very nice. Very nice. That's your own shot? Beautiful. Beautiful shot. I never heard that. I like that. It takes two to... Yeah. So why am I saying that? Why am I... Huh? Right, right. Beautiful. So why am I saying that? Because you have to know, are you a talker or you're a non-talker? If you're a talker, what do you got to do? You got to stop talking. And if you're not a talker, maybe you got to talk a little bit more. Maybe you got to express yourself a little bit more. Maybe you got to, you know, um, say compliments more. Maybe you got to say the things more. So that's, that's something for, for all of us to remember. So he says like this. Let's, let's talk halacha right here. Talking neg- negatively about the way someone looks. You're not allowed to talk negatively about someone's appearance, clothing, even if it is obvious to all who see the person. Right? You have a guy who walks in with a bright red suit. Right? You don't say, well, here are the examples he gives. He looks terrible lately. Did you see how much weight he gained? Obviously, that's Lashnara. Here comes my next door neighbor. He's a little bit, he dresses a little bit, you know, interesting. Pure Lashnara. Right? My, uh, my son-in-law's suit is, ugh, I don't like his suit. Did you notice my brother's hat? The boy is not so good looking. He's not so good looking. Not such a good looking guy, but a nice guy. That's Lashonara. It's true. But it's true, right? That's what they say. That's Lashonara. Lashonara is true. Yeah, nice girl. Great. Yeah, she's a little on the heavy side. Not so pretty, but great girl. You know, that's 100%, 100% Hara. Oh, it's Lito Ellis. What are you talking about? It's not Lito Ellis. That's a different conversation. It's not, it's not, it's not Lito Ellis. What are you going to do? This is every bad thing that a person gets right? <laughs> <laughs> the Chavetz Chaim tells us, put yourself in the person's shoes. How would you feel to be the one who says, oh, he's not such a, he's not such a handsome guy. He's not so smart, but he's a nice guy. You want someone to say that about you? No. No. So put yourself in, the, in, the, uh, in that person's shoes. And I do want to say something. I do want to say something. I've said this before in Shir, and I'm going to say it. I love saying this. Right? When someone marries someone, right? It's the Gemara and Ksubis, the Machlekes, Shammai and Hillel, right? Maybe Beis Shammai, Beis Hillel. I don't know why I'm thinking Shammai and Hillel. I'll have to look it up, right? That it says, Kama Noah, right? That we say, Ketzad Meraktim Lufnei Akala, right? Whether you say she's beautiful, you say she's not. How could you lie and say she's beautiful if she's not beautiful? The answer is, she's beautiful to the husband. So this girl who you might think is not so beautiful, this guy who you might think is not so handsome, he actually might be uh, beautiful in the eyes of, of somebody. So you're the one to say you're the judge. You're the judge because of your filthy eyes, you know, to judge you know, what's considered and beautiful and what's considered. But if you look at the uh, I, I don't know if it's the 1700s or the 1500s or the 1400s, do you know um, heavy women 
where it was the style. I want to tell everybody something. It was. That's what it was. What? Yeah, whatever it is. Right. It was a, I want to say, tell you guys something. You don't know that in, in 20 years, 50 years, the style might be to become heavy. Good. So the style might be to be, to be heavy. So all they got to do, all, all you need is one wacko to put on, uh, you know, to start putting on GQ magazine and start putting a fashion magazine, right? Uh, a, a woman who's heavy or a man who's heavy or whatever it is. All they got to do is brainwash us, just like obey your thirst. That's all they got to do is brainwash us with what is, with what is beautiful. And suddenly in your mind, you start saying, yeah, ugh, skinny, ew, gross, heavy. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's it. no different. Why? We're just trained. We're trained. We can't imagine it. We can't imagine it because we're already, we're already uh, brainwashed. So it's like, what do you mean? Of course. But a person's able to twist his brain to, to love anything like that. That's, 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 that's what's scary. How do we get into that? What was I talking about? Oh, that's why, so that's why when a person says, oh, but it's true. But it's true. It's not true. It's all your perspective. Okay, question, comments. What? Right. Yeah, that, that'll also be. The Ramban, I didn't say it. I mean, I thought about it, but then I saw it in the Ramban, so I felt good that Baruch Shekivanti. What does it say? I think it might even be this week's Parsha. That the next, next is bestiality comes after all the, all the gender stuff, all the craziness. That's next. Not so crazy. Okay, Hashem will help us all. Yeah, question, comment on the halacha. That's the halacha, yeah. Why are we not allowed to say that a person lost a lot of weight? No, that you might be able to say. You, could, you might be able to say. That might be a compliment. I say, oh, you look great. You lost a lot of weight. That could be. No, it's uh, to, to somebody else, not to him. That could be. I mean, why? Could be. You're saying that the person who used to be fat. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you could say. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You used to be. Right. I hear. That's because you're a fat. Or say, oh, you lost a lot of weight. You lost a lot of weight. Right. It's a compliment. Right, 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 right. It could be. Okay. I think it would be a compliment. Depends on the person. You tell me, oh, you lost a lot of weight. The person worked very hard to lose weight. So you're right, it could be a compliment. Right. right. But when you sort of put it together, like, oh, now you can I, 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 I definitely hear what you're saying, but in today's day and age, when a person's... Right, you feel down, good. You look great. Right. It feels good. Right, it's probably the... Right, right. It could be in the context it would be good. It sounds like it would be good. You definitely have to be careful. But wait, Aroni was asking if I tell you about him. That's dangerous already. He lost a little weight. Then I could be setting up for a... For a no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He still looks a little chunky. But done. You just nailed it, right? If I'm talking to you and I say you look great, you lost weight, that's not Lashon Hara. That's not... Even if he is insulted, that's not Lashon Hara. That's already verbal abuse. That's like Sainu's Isha That's a whole different Isser. So Lashon Hara, but on Aroni's question... To say that that guy lost weight, I would be careful with that. Because then you're already saying, you know, you're setting him up for Lashonara. No, he didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm his roommate. He didn't lose weight. If someone asks, you know. let's say, 
Whatever someone asked, like, do you think he lost weight or something? Yes, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. What do you answer though? Like, oh, you say, I'd rather not that. answer that question. That but that then, might be you're setting yourself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, good, 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 good. So you hope you're not put in that situation. You have to know that the people you're dealing with is he someone who's gonna are we lush and hara partners or not? You know, we all know who our lush and hara partners. You do know. Everybody knows. And if you have to talk to a relative who is going to talk lush and hard to you, before you make that phone call and before you're in touch with that person, figure out ways how to get around it. Change the subject. Talk about different stuff. Make the conversation short. As soon as the person starts bringing up lush and hara, you could, you know... Totally change. You gotta, you gotta have a plan. You can't say, "Oh, I'm stuck in a situation where the person's talking lashonara." You don't get stuck in a situation where a person's talking lashonara. I mean, sometimes you can, but everyone knows. You know, you you gotta know who you're dealing with. Shai, you had a question, or yeah? Yeah. Why what? In what? In Hilchos lashonara. What's Lashon Hara? It's from the worst things in the world to do. Why? That, that's what, start, let's start with that. I know, it's like the worst things. So it's one of the worst things to do. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. It's very powerful. Your language is, is, will make you successful or make you uh, fail. It's very dangerous. A person's language, what comes out of his mouth is very, very dangerous. Big weapon. It's like ho- holding a loaded gun. Now you have to look at your speech. It's literally like holding a loaded gun. You could hurt somebody very much, and you could also make someone, you could hurt someone by not saying something. Right? You could hurt someone by not saying something. Right? When do you call your parents last and tell them, thank you so much for, for the life you've given me? Thank you so much. When's the last time you called your siblings and you listened to them or called them or spoke to them? When's the last time you called your grandmother? When's the last time you called your grandfather? Whatever it is, whoever it is. That's also holding back positive speech. It's not just about not talking. It's about, it's about learning how to, how to talk. Right? Okay, Hashem will help us know when not to talk and when to talk. Exactly when. That's the best. Then you're in good shape. If you know exactly, right, when to say whatever you're supposed to say and when not to say what? Find the balance. Right, correct. Everything. Correct. To be able to find the, uh, right, to, to find the, the, uh, the ability to know when to, it's actually today's Malchus, today's Malchus Shevetiferas. I think today's Malchus Shevetiferas, so very good, obviously. The Pshab Malchus is speech. Malchus is speech. So it's defined, it's Minash we're talking about this today. Because Teferis is Chesed and Gvura. So you have to have Malchus in speech. You have to know when to talk a lot and when to keep your mouth quiet. That's the bracha that I give to all of us. That we will know when to stop talking and when to actually talk. Because you have to talk sometimes. You have to sometimes stand up for people and say, hey, don't bother that person. You have to call your parents. You have to schmooze with your mother. You have to schmooze with your father. You have to. You have to be mechabed them. You have to honor them. You have to schmooze with your siblings. You have to try and be a good kiddush Hashem. You try. It's hard. You try. Hashem will help us all not only know what not to say, but also help us to know what to say. Us and all the Jewish people.
Okay, we'll do a few minutes because the, the hour is late. Just to learn a little, uh, Masil Sisharim is always fresh. Actually, let's try and finish up the parak today. We left off by saying that the goal of, I'm on page 48 in the art scroll, what was the eights of power? I said this yesterday. He said, right? He told Moshe and Aaron, and he told them, let them work harder. Work, 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 so that they don't, they're not able to, to think about their life. He said, He had in mind that they don't have time to, to be able to fight against the eight Sahara, to fight against Paro. Very good. It's too busy. You want to know what your eight Sahara is? There, this is it right here. He is a warrior. He is a man of war. He's a, oh, he even translates, even the article translates, he's a great warrior, experienced in cunning. He's very experienced. It's impossible to escape the Yitzhahara except for tremendous wisdom and great foresight. Unbelievable. You guys hear this? You guys hear this? Itzahara is constantly on attack. This is what the prophet says. Pay attention to your life. Think about your life. Yes. That's why that great question. So obviously being in Yeshiva is a uh, is a great step, um, and then there's we're going to learn about this next parak. What you're asking, my Shehud, is that is that there's going from bad to good, then there's going from good to great. Bad to good is I'm not in Yeshiva, now I'm in Yeshiva. Oh, then when I'm in Yeshiva, how do I reach the level of great? So a person has to write. A person doesn't go to davening. We said this yesterday. A person doesn't go to davening. He wants to work on going to davening. Then you have a guy who goes to davening. What does he have to work on? Correct. Same thing. Same exact thing. Not only is it the same thing, which one's harder? Good to great. Exactly. Bad to good is easy. Uh, you put on a white shirt. You put on a jacket. You get a good haircut. Right? You, you learn. Seriously, I'm not saying that in, as late sonnets. I'm saying that for real. You check yourself into yeshiva. You hang around. You do good things. You're, you're good. You're good. Greatness, it ain't that easy. Not that that's easy either. You know what I'm saying? Right, Rabbi Freifeld said, what's the raya that uh, you've heard this from me many times? What's the raya that a beard and payas don't mean anything? You don't do anything and it grows. Right. You don't have to do anything and it grows. So how can anything that you don't have to do, how could it be so good? You have to work at it. Okay, some people, they work to make their pay as good. Yeah, it's a guy like that. Okay. Wait, Rabbi, um, yeah. You said that the Yitzhar keeps us... <laughs> <Good lives. laughs> right, you said the Yitzhar keeps us busy so we, don't, uh, so we don't think about ourselves. Yeah, so we don't but, think about my life, right? He keeps well, you... Yeah. But I thought it's, it's good to always be busy so that we don't lose our Yitzhar. If we're always busy, then we don't lose... Right, good question. Good question, Aroni. Aroni's asking... 
Right, Aroni's asking, maybe my shooter was, was hinting to this a little bit also. So where's the, where's the line between, uh, he's not talking about being bored versus keeping yourself busy. He's saying, you're not thinking about your life. You're not thinking about, um, you know, what am I doing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? You're not at, obviously there are different levels. Like I was just telling my shooter, there are different levels. If you have a guy who doesn't stop thinking about his life and he's doing everything terrible, that of course, that guy is the Yetzirah's got him by the neck. Right. What? Yeah, but out, but 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 a yeshiva bacher, someone like yourself, a guy. What is our nesayin? Our nesayin is more to think about. Okay, I'm learning. Why am I learning? Am I working on my avodas Hashem? Am I, you know. What about Shaduchim? When am I getting married? You know, uh, what's my relationship with my roommate? Do I have anger problems? Do I have laziness problems? Whatever. There's enough, there's enough for us to, to find what, what to work on. There's definitely enough, right? It's a certain amount of time, I think, also. Because that's what you sit around all day thinking about. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, you're not sitting around doing nothing. No, but what you're saying, Aroni, is that what he's saying is that was that you can even make yourself a schedule that is so busy and that you're not really happy doing what you're doing. You're not really like, you have to analyze that. Once a week, you go ahead and you analyze your schedule. That's what we, even we spoke about, but I'm saying, in general, people say, I'm making the schedule for the rest of my life. Here's my schedule, at least for the rest of the Zman. How about making a schedule every week? Imagine that. Imagine if you made a new schedule every week. You feel great. Say, okay, let me renew my schedule. It could be, it can end up being the same schedule. But you look at it and you say, wait, okay, so I was getting up at this time and going to bed this time. You know what? Maybe I want to change that up. Maybe I want to go to bed a little bit earlier and get up a little bit earlier. Maybe my davening, I'm not preparing enough time for my davening, right? How many times? I'm going to say this very clearly. Do you have on your schedule the, you know, calling home? Is that on your, I'm not, I wasn't asking you personally. I'm just saying. Does a person, I didn't mean, I wasn't Should talking. It, what? Should it be on the oh, so that's, so that's a question that you have to ask yourself. Is that important? Is it, is it important? I'm, I'm just using that as an example. Is that equally on your schedule as learning your Torah to call my parents and to give them nachas and to thank them and to call, how about calling somebody, a friend who might need a little chizik who's not in yeshiva now? Someone who you know in yeshiva who might be going, what about calling, what, is that on your schedule? Is that on your schedule that that's what you're doing? There's millions of things we could talk about like that. What? That what? Yeah, exactly. My life just happens. Well, I don't want my life just to happen. I don't want my life to happen. Good. I'm just, I'm just telling you, I don't want my life just to happen. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay... I'm chilling, I'm talking to my friends, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying, if you're a real Oivet Hashem, you say, I want to set aside, and you want to go ahead and say, I want to set aside every week, 20 minutes, a half hour, to, 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 to make somebody feel good. That's greatness. I'm not saying everyone to do that. I'm just giving that as an example. Okay, yeah? Good? Yeah. Aroni, answer? Yes, good. Okay. Now listen to what he says. Says the Mesil Sharim. He says, Upashadu, I'm skipping this thing. He says, right, Simu Lavavchem, I'll just read it. Like Chazal say, 
Anybody who examines and monitors himself and um, appraises his ways in this world, he will merit to witness the salvation of God. If you are paying attention to your life and you have, and you are, I think there's a book, I didn't read it, I've read, I've heard about it, I read it, I forgot the name of it, but it's all about kavana, it's all about having intentions, living a life intentionally. Intentionally. Who is the opposite of intentionally? Someone want to mention? Amalek. Amalek. Very good, Shlomo Zalman. Who's Amalek? Amalek is Mikra. Uh, chill out. Mikra is Kara's. Chill. Just happens to be, I just blow with the wind. Amalek, which is Yetzahara. A Jew is everything he does. Everything he does is intention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Same thing. Yeah. Happens. It happens. It doesn't happen. You make it happen. You make it happen. And this is what he says. Even if a person works on himself, the only way for him to, to be successful is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As it says, He says, Oh boy, is he powerful. Yitzhahara is powerful. Very powerful. Like the Puzzik says, Sofer Rosh Latzadik Mavakish Lamiso, Hashem Layazveno, the Tzadik is being chased by the wicked one. And what does he want to do to the Tzadik? What does he want to do? He wants to trip him? He doesn't want to trip him. He wants to elbow him? He doesn't want to elbow him. It's, it's the guy, it's the murderer. He wants to take a knife and stab him in the heart. He wants to murder the Tzadik. The Yetzirah wants to murder you. Guys, get that through. Get that, understand that. He's called your hater. It's more safe. I'm saying this in MS and MS and MS. It's safer to walk past the Machsom into those areas over there. It's safer than the Yitzhahara. Yitzhahara is much worse than, the, than, than out there. That's a fact. Fact. Because the Yitzhahara doesn't want to just make your life... Uh, he wants to cut you off in this world and the next world. It's what he wants to do. And he says, If a man works on himself, and he wants to change himself, Hashem will help you. And here's the scary thing. But if you don't care, this is a great line, scary line, powerful line. Someone want to read it? Vadai! If you don't care, is this pretty crazy? It's unbelievable. If you don't care, he doesn't care. But he doesn't. He's like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? You don't care about your own life? If you don't care, he's going to say, Hashem, if you don't care about yourself, who's going to care about you? Your mother's going to care more about you? Your father's going to care about you? Which is true that they might, but they can't do anything at this stage in your life. At this stage in the life, what's your mother going to do for you already? What's your father going to do for you already? What's a person going to do? What can they do? So you're going to wait for your wife to, uh, to save your life. Okay, that's another problem. And then you'll wait for your kids and you'll wait for your boss. You're waiting for somebody to save your life. And he says, it's not going to happen. Very strong statement. And Humasha Amrum Ainanili, 
mili. If I am not for myself, who is for me? If I don't care to improve myself, no one is going to fix me. But obviously, if I do care for my life and I try and fix myself, of course, Hashem is going to then come and help me. Question, comments? Exactly. Exactly. Right, he's waiting. He's waiting for you to call him. How many guys, listen, I know myself as well. How many times we say, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. So Davin, and then let go, right? We, we learned the other day. So let go. You do your established. You do the best you can. You do the best you can. That's what you can do. And be happy with that. Be happy with that. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up. Yes? Sometimes we're just like, we want to be better, but we're like just, we're like in that stuck. We're like, we're, we feel like we're stuck. Right. So you, you can dive in something, but you're still, you're still stuck. Like, you, tell, you tell Hashem that. I mean, sometimes I 100% with that, but I feel like sometimes like, you can dive in for, so, for something for a long time period. 100%. Still nothing's moving. So, great, great. So, so what do you feel? What good, good, good. Great. It's a great question. Sometimes like, we, we spoke about this before. You're right. Sometimes you daven and daven, and we spoke about it. When did I speak about it? This morning, or meaning yeah, before, before the yeah. before. right after daven? Yeah, sometimes a hundred percent. Sometimes you could daven, 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 but then sometimes you have to say, okay, okay, I'm going to keep on davening. I'm going to keep on having a muna. Maybe I got to try another direction. I'm going to keep on davening. Maybe I got to speak to a rebbe about about the the problem. I've had guys come speak to me. I'm being serious. I davening. I this this. I had a thing with my with 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 uh, one of my children. This. Uh, he was frustrated. He says, Tati, I'm davening, I'm davening, something. And we spoke it out. And it ended up that Hashem actually was answering his tefillahs. Just, it actually, whatever, I can't go into the details, but it was an incredible thing where, where it was one, one of my younger children where we, he's working on something and, and, uh, and he got emotional about it because I says, well, are you davening? And then he, he started crying. He says, yeah, Tati, I've been davening. So then we spoke it out, and, and, and we got a different way of approaching it, and then he realized that, that he was being answered, but he had to daven a little bit differently. You know, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's something that, again, I'm not talking about when somebody's sick. I'm not talking about real situations where there's, there's real sorrows in someone's davening, and then, uh, but on a personal level, if you're working to improve yourself, if you're working to improve yourself in, in our uh, um, boundary of things that we work on, I rarely see somebody not have breakthroughs over time and time of davening, speaking to friends, and speaking to a Rebbe about how they can help. If you have something that you truly struggle with, and you daven for it, and you reach out for help for it, and you reach out to Rebbeim and friends, huh? Over time, you will be able to fix those things that you want to fix. Does that make sense, Avi? Yes, sir. Oh, what's the, what's the, uh, you're not like, yes. <clears throat> Let's say those three things. I'm davening properly. I'm davening properly. I'm reaching out to the right people. I'm reaching out to my rebellion, to my friends. I'm really involved in what it is. Like when I say, someone says, oh, I want to be happy, Okay. How many, how many months have you been working on it? How many books have you read on it? How much have you investigated it? How much, you, right, you hear what I'm saying? All of those together. I've rarely seen someone 
who's really invested in something, rarely do you see when someone's invested in something that, that they don't see results to their investments. Sometimes, obviously, there there's Yosem and Aklal. So usually, usually what it is is I feel like it's usually that we're just like, we're too, we feel too down to, to put the investment in. Correct. So you're, you're admitting to it. Correct. Exactly. Meaning we're not fully invested in it. Exactly. I don't believe in myself enough that I could over it, get over it. Yeah, Shalom Azamin. Um, yeah. That's not this whole thing. It's like, okay, so what if you don't have the strength to, to go and open the books and have it? No, 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 no. That I wasn't saying that. No, I'm saying. So maybe sometimes you have to say. So I'm not really interested in that. That's not something I really want. Okay. So, so let's say ideally, one knows that like he's not happy the way he is in life, right? He has right. That he knows that. But other than that, he literally has no strength to talk one leg before the other. So he's done. Ah, I don't. I don't have the strength for that. What is? What is that? He should speak to somebody. I would uh, someone like that. I would speak to somebody because usually people like that, like Avi is saying, there's a yish involved, there's a sadness, there's a, there's, it's complex, more there's complex. Hurt, there's hurt. There's no, there's no. Okay, good. I'm saying it's easy for you to say that because that maybe you're able to do that. Some people they're like they're like, you know, they're not holding at that level. They might need more emotional work to really work through where they're holding. Not everyone's holding by that. Some people are not ready for that. They're like, I don't know. It's hard. People have, have a lot. That's why I'm saying. You need to speak to somebody. You need to open up to somebody. You need to talk to a Rebbe. You need to talk to friends. You need to get feedback. That's why I'm here to Shem. I always say, right, anyone who's on that shear, when Yehuda Mattel asks that question, what do I have to work on and what did I tell him? What's the answer? So you ask your wife. Right? You guys don't have that luxury yet, Amir Tzashem. You'll have that, right? You ask your wife. Say, what, what do I need to improve? She'll tell you right away what you need to improve. We don't always have that when we're at your stage in life, so you're sort of more alone. That's why it's important to speak to a Rebbe, to speak to a friend, to say, what do I need to work on? Maybe you're all worked out anyway. Maybe it's all good. Maybe you're all good. Maybe you're better than you think you are. And then you have to work on appreciating how good you are. Yeah, correct. No, but that's why it's not, never good to be alone in your own life because you could think you're good at this when you really have to improve on this. You could think you're bad at that and maybe you don't even have to improve on that. That's why it's always good to have someone who sees you because you can't see yourself. Yes, Shia? Right. Well, well the case with him was that... Was that Oh, well, I can't say the case, but um, I'll give an example. Like someone saying, I'm davening, you know, uh, I, I'm davening. Let me, let me give a pretty uh, clear example. Um, I'm davening for, uh, to have a better relationship with my, with, my, with, my, with my siblings, let's say. I want to have a better relationship with my, with my parents, let's say. That's probably easier. Right, I'm davening, I'm davening, I'm davening, I'm davening. Maybe you have to daven. That, that you see the good in your father. Meaning, maybe I have to dove, meaning, meaning, oh, we have a better relationship, we have a better relationship. That's like very vague, which is great. Sometimes you got to get very specific. I want to do- I want to be able to have the courage to pick up the phone and to call them and speak to them for 20 minutes. You know the difference? Sometimes you could say, oh, I want to daven to have a better relationship with my parents. I want to daven to have a better relationship with Hashem. Uh, one second. I want- that's great. That's beautiful. I'm not saying not to daven for that. 
but you saying, like, take little steps. but you hone on, yeah, you hone in and get more and get more specific and say, okay, I want to to feel Hashem's love for me um, today. You got what I'm saying? So you're you're sort of tuning in more to make sense. It's not so much of a general tefillah, you know. It's much more. It's like it's like complimenting. Right, you go to somebody's house. And what do most people hopefully say? Not hopefully. Yeah, you better say. What? The food was great. Right. So the food was great is a classic pull out the car um, card. No, no, it's beautiful. You do this. Everyone, you have to do this. If you don't do this, you're, uh, you're, 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 I don't even want to say, right? But you pull out the card. It's pulling out the card. Food was great. Thank you. Food was great. When you say the kugel was delicious, the soup was amazing. The cholent was really special. And wow, thank you so much. Like, that was really great. What's, what's stronger? What's better? What's a deeper relationship? Gets what? Gets in. Gets in there. You tell your father, uh, th- thanks, Dad. Yeah, love you. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Abba, I want to tell you. Dad, I just want to tell you. Now, obviously, there's a level. Because sometimes we're not emotionally mature enough to have that conversation. And I just want to realize, like, I just realized, thank you so much for, you know, always, you know, sending me money or... Thank you so much for, you know, always, uh, you know, being there for me, even though I wasn't the easiest kid. I'm just, obviously, I'm talking about more heavy things to say, but the more you get specific, so the tefillah is the same thing. You get more specific in your tefillah, that's changing up your tefillah sometimes. So, um, I'm saying with other human beings, it benefits the other human beings a lot more when you get specific. Well, I feel like... Benefits you. Not benefit the human being. No, that, no, it's you. You're mockier more. You recognize what's that benefit. I'm not doing it. I'm not complimenting the the wife or the hostess for her. Why not? You're doing. You're not trying to give her a good feeling. No, I mean obviously you are, but that's it's for you. It's not for her. I'm not doing it for her. I'm doing it because I want to recognize. I want to recognize how much this person did for me, and how much that person toiled for me. I'm not doing it for them. Obviously, yes, you're. You're, you're, being, you're having Akar Satov. Akar Satov is not for the person who you're giving Akar Satov for. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you to be makir. What is Akar Satov? What does it mean? Lahakir et tatov. You're being makir at the good. Otherwise, eh, I'm not makir. I don't recognize. You're an ingrate. So really, with, uh, I feel like when you dive in this way, when you get specific, it's sort of like the certain sense of the same job. Because it's like, it's like it's right. To tell you right. right, right, of course. So yeah, 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 yeah. You get, it gets more intimate. It's a level. Talk, so yeah. Why is that better? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're scared. It's, you, it's a scary thing. Like, yeah. you, you're telling Hashem, oh, Hashem, I need this and that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, scary. Yeah. It it's a scary like, thing. Right. We're afraid. We're, it's, it's, it's more intimate. I remember when I saw Reb Chaim, I, I, I want to tell you, I remember it made a major impression. By the last Bechiro, two Bechiro, I don't remember, whatever. So I say a story. I remember they posted from Reb Chaim, right? Yedavin for the, it's just good. I mean, we spoke about it yesterday a little Yom Atzmud, so it's a good uh, continuation of this. Listen to this. Davin for the mayor of Yushalayim. So what would my tefillahs, I, I remember, what, what are my tefillahs? Who am I? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a regular Joe. So these are my tefillahs, Shkoyach. You got to see the, a Gadol had a Davin. So what are the tefillahs? Who should be the mayor in Yushalayim? What do you get out for? You think I know? Right? This is, and this is how we all daven. 
You think I know who is supposed to be the mayor for Yerushalayim? And I would give a schmooze like this. And I would give a whole thing about this. You think I know who's supposed to be a better mayor? Maybe the mayor who's not from is going to end up being better for the... Uh, so what do I, Davin? Hashem, take care of Yerushalayim. Right. Exactly. Hold up. Let's learn. We have to learn, Shlomo Zalman. This is why we're here. If we knew everything, we wouldn't be here learning. Right? I, I didn't even know this till last year. And then I see Reb Chaim, they posted this thing, what Reb Chaim's tefillahs were. Reb Chaim's tefillahs were, this mayor should win. He, he, he wrote it out. This exact mayor should win. The other one should have a mapala. And through that, there'll be a very specific tefillah. And I was like, thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Tzadik, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, that I now learn how to And you know what? I do that when it comes to Shaduchim, when guys ask me about Shaduchim also. Am I supposed to daven? Okay, we're getting into a much Tfilah's Dvarim Haim, the Meruma Shalom, right? Tfilah, it's hard to talk about Hashem answering this specific, specific, specific. When guys talk to me about Shaduchim, say, well, should I daven that the girl is supposed to, right? Someone likes a girl. Should I daven that the girl, you're dating a girl, is going well? No! No! Talk to Hashem. Don't worry. You're worried you're going to change Hashem's whole world because of your tefillahs? Amen. Amen. You should be able to change it. Yeah. You say, Hashem, that's the girl I want. I want her. I want to get engaged to her. I want to marry her. What, you're worried about taking away Hashem's Bechira? You're not taking away Hashem's Bechira. Don't worry about it. What's good, tefillah, is for us. Prayer is for us. Prayer is for us. Okay. It's a longer conversation. We'll continue because it's late and it's uh, definitely something to more to talk out. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha to... The key is, the key is to, to have the relationship, as the Mesil Sharm says, to, to be like a friend. You talk to Hashem like a friend. When you start opening up and talking to Hashem like a friend and you really open up to Him and you really start connecting with Him, very open. Most of the problem is because we're not open we blame Hashem. It's really our lack of being open about something and our lack of... Our ability of not being able to be open isn't from us, it's from Hashem also. Okay, good. So you ask Him. So you ask Him. So you ask Him. You start wherever you are. So you ask Him to help you be more open. You ask Him to be more open. Please help me be more open with you. What's wrong with that? If that's what you want. That's what you want. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Oh, as we end it off, right? let, us, let us take more ownership. I love what Yehuda said. I Mamish said it last night. I love that, that quote that Yehuda says. Mamish, I, I think that summed up the entire, this entire corona thing. What Yehuda says that, that we can't travel and we're not traveling the world and nobody's going anywhere, but we're going, we're going further than we've ever gone. We're going further than we've ever gone. We're going further than we've ever gone because when you travel inside of yourself, that is, uh, that's the, that's the, those are the places that are the best places to go. People travel the world because they're looking for what? They're looking for themselves. It's right here. Shem will help us all. Don't worry about your past. I can't believe it's already 12 o'clock. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about, don't worry about uh, anything. Yeah, well, well that's... Uh, it is. I can't believe it. The world, the life. I can't believe it's the first week, guys. We did it. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Right. I'm, I'm like, I'm like blown away. Like, like I'm having a blast. This is like amazing.
Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Hashem. I texted last night. Like, I can't wait for the other thing to Right, right. Like, where is anybody going? We're going. We're going. We're going. We're traveling. Let's continue to travel together to think of all the Jewish people, to continue to love every Jew. You got to love every Jew. To love every Jew. And if you don't love him, figure out how you can love him. Figure it out. That's this week's parasha, Mamish. It doesn't get more clear. Rashi says it. Rabbi Akiva. That is the whole entire Torah, especially during these days. The whole pra- I said this over. I don't know if you guys heard this. I said this. This hit me right in the beginning. That COVID, they call it COVID-19. COVID. COVID. And Corona. Corona. Karna. Karen is also COVID. It's also Karen means COVID. It's honor. All about honoring other it is no but i'm saying it, it, it's 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 translated as covered there are different places i looked it up in tillam sure it means covered i mean what does a crown what does a crown do it's 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 that's the highest honor so the whole the covered the honor that's what i was saying today with the safer torah with the gloves we got to learn to respect each other more we have to learn to respect each other mamish Shalonagu Kavazelazet, it's Mamish. The whole Indian of, of, of a Yid is to honor, to honor another Jew, to honor your roommate. It's not just about not, not biting your roommate's head off. It's not just about being, you know, not getting into a fight with your wife. It's about honoring your wife. It's not about, it's not about uh, thanks, Mom, have a good Shabbos. Thanks, Dad, good Shabbos, send the money, yeah, bye. Right? Right? It's about honor. It's about honor. It says, it's not just to be okay, okay to have it. I want it to be a great relationship. Right, exactly. And how do you get that? You get that when you honor somebody. What does that mean to honor someone? Someone asked me last night after Shear, because I spoke about it also after the Zoom. Someone sent me a WhatsApp and he said, he says, so how do I do that with my, with my little siblings? Good kasha. How do you honor? I says, do the same exact thing you would with anybody else. You, you can honor your little brothers. I mean, here it's not Nogea. You can honor your, your little siblings. Why not? You tell them, can I get you something? You listen to them. You give them, give them respect. Otherwise, oh, my little brother, my little... Uh, you know, you slap them around a little bit. Hey, give them a little honor. Give them covered. What does that mean? How are you? How's it going? Imagine talking to your parents with covered, right? They think you're... you're, 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 you're what happened to you? <laughs> right? Speak, speak. I remember to this day, my father loved us shalom. I remember I, when, I, when I would stand up, I would try and stand up when he'd come in. He would get so upset at me. He says, what are you standing up for me? And I would do it anyway. And I knew that deep down, I hope so. I hope I didn't do anything wrong. But I knew that deep down, he felt like, okay, my, my son's honoring me. And, and to be honest with you, was it easy? Not because I didn't honor my father. I, lie, I, lie. I honored my father in my heart. I loved my father. I honored my father. But I'm saying, he's my father. I, I got to stand up for him. He's my, like, but when I did that, and it was hard for me to do it, but when I used to do it, I felt so good. Like I felt like a mamish honoring him, giving him honor by standing up for him. You call your, your mother, your father, you listen to them. How are you? Do this. How are you? You spend more. If you spend one minute talking to your parents, try and spend two minutes. Next phone call. If you're used to talking to your parents for a half hour, spend 45 minutes. Add, add to what you do. Listen a little bit more. Honor them. Figure out ways, be creative in your honor for everybody. For everybody in Yeshiva. That's what it's about. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoch.